In my opinion, understanding who your target audience is and what they want, and writing to them, and only them, is the most important component of being successful as an author. John Locke. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots, I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. We have a big milestone to celebrate. It is our 100th episode. Yay! Thank you all of you listeners for sticking with us, staying with us. We really appreciate it. We love making these because we want to help writers. If you want to participate in how we choose episodes, just head to our Facebook page, go to Facebook, search for Writing Roots Podcast, give us a like, give us a follow. We like to post funny quotes and memes and just inspirational things to help you keep writing. Let's get into the topic of our 100th episode. We are getting into a new month. It is July, officially. So we are going to be switching from talking about four-letter words to marketing. This was requested on a poll on our Facebook page. It beat out Diagnosis Writer. (laughs) But it looks like that one's winning for August. Yes. (laughs) We are talking about marketing for people with low budgets, things you can do when you're first starting off. If you have a $10,000 budget, your marketing will look different than a lot of what we're talking about, but you can still include this in what you're doing there. One of the first things that you need to do when you're starting to market your book is to make sure you know your target audience. This is something that happens before you even have a book cover, before you maybe even have a title for your book, before you start talking to people because this happens in your writing itself. It overflows into every single marketing effort you do, and we will mention throughout pretty much every episode, target audience. If you don't know this, listen to this episode on repeat until you figure out what your target audience is. So to start, what is a target audience? They're a specific group of people. The more specific you can get with your target audience, the better. If I ask you, hey, what's the target audience for your book? Oh, there's a little bit of everything in it. That can't be marketed. You can't have a book cover that says a little bit of everything and expect that book cover to stand out. The more specific you can get, if your book is not only for parents, but parents of autistic middle children and how to work with the other kids in the family then you have a hyper-specific audience and they all know each other and they will share your book with other people. Marketing in every other aspect is about getting the book in the hands of your target audience. Writing your book is keeping it there. And that all has to do with marketing in some respect. But knowing your audience is important for every step of this process. So part of knowing your target audience is knowing things like age range, interests, typical gender. So if you're writing romance, it's not likely that your main target audience is going to be straight males. If you're writing adult romance, your target audience is going to be 30 plus females. So if you know the age, the typical gender, you can also get an idea of maybe what kind of profession they have or certain life circumstances. Are they looking for escape? Are they a college-age student who's looking for the happily ever after? If you know your target audience, you know what kind of things to highlight in your branding, in your marketing. 
And the more specific you are in this, not only helps you as an author, but helps you as a marketer because you can get more bang for your buck. If my books are read by females aged 60 and above, great. I'm glad they're reading it. But if I market my book to that group, they're not going to necessarily enjoy it as much as 60 plus males. War vets tend to be my favorite target audience for my style of writing. So once you have an idea of your target audience, the kind of person that they will be, the kind of books that they're going to be looking for, your next step is to find them. So you can actually put your book in their hands. I talked to a friend of mine earlier and we were discussing getting the right information in front of the right kind of people. And I told him that if my book was in the hands of everybody who had a single vigilante type thought, I would do really well. Accessibility is a very important part of making sure your book is read and loved by everybody. But how do I find people who are pro-vigilanteism, but also kind of pro-law enforcement and these type of people who want to do their part to make the world a better place? Finding those people is the hard part of this equation. I can throw my books at random people until one of them throws one back, but it doesn't actually do any good. Once you can find your target audience, they spread the word. They know others in the target audience. And if they liked your book enough, they're going to say, hey, I found this book. It's really good. I know you'll like it. Read it. And then that starts the chain. The best way to spark that fire to get the books in the hands of the right people is to start local. It's much easier to brush someone off digitally than it is in person. If I am looking Lee straight in the eye going, I'm so excited about this book, I think you would love it, she's more likely to at least get it in her hands. It's the cover designer's job to keep it in her hands, but to at least get the book in her hands if we're face to face. You can also join clubs. Find clubs that contain people with your target audience. Go talk to them, get to know them, and you start that process from there to introduce your book. And if you don't know where to start with the clubs, find experts in your field. If your book is a self-help book for helping people have the courage to go to therapy when they need it, maybe talk to other therapists in town. They might be interested in promoting your book, maybe even writing a review on your website. These are all things that can really help boost because they know your target audience. I'm familiar with several gun owners in town and several veterans groups. Their recommendation means a lot more than my recommendation to my target audience. So once you know where they are, you need to make sure they're going to be interested and this goes down to branding. When you are designing the cover, when you're writing the blurbs and the teases and getting reviews to put on or around your book, you need to know what people are looking for. This is an area where I suggest actually spending some money. Get a good cover designer. Yes, there are options to do it for free by yourself, but cover design really, truly can make or break your project. And if you aren't aware of cover design or just graphic design principles, 
you're more likely to have your book fail because people look at it and don't know what to expect. We are going to talk a little bit more about branding next episode and how exactly you can start to brand your entire project, all of your marketing techniques, but you want the right readers to be reading your book. Because if someone reads my book and says, there's not enough romance in it, and then they tell all their friends, well, there's not enough romance, and so then there's no emotion, I didn't feel anything, I wasn't frustrated, whatever, then they're not my target audience. If people are reading and they don't want all that lovey-dovey stuff, they just want a good action-packed story to fly through, great, my books are for those people. If my cover design or my branding in any way puts my book into the wrong hands, it can do irreparable damage to the entire project. Because if somebody finds it that isn't your target audience and they're vocal enough to review it and give it a poor rating, it is difficult to recover from that. Something else to keep in mind is meeting your audience where they are, whatever that is. If I have a young adult fiction novel, I'm not likely to get a lot of bang for my buck by investing in a local newspaper ad because the people that I want to be picking up and reading my book are not there. They are on social media. So I should invest my money and time there instead. Which we will be talking about later this month. We will talk about use of social media and how it can help you build your audience. Another thing that can help you is finding other authors. When you find another author that also shares your target audience, you can do cross-review and cross-promotion. There's no such thing as enemies in writing. People can read more than one book. There's no limit to the number of books a person can read other than just how fast they can read and how much time they have. It's assumed for everyone who's listening right now, pretty much, that your target audience includes people who read, or at least listen to audiobooks. So one of those qualifications in your target audience is already met by sharing fandoms with another author. Obviously, you want more than one of those qualifications met, and the more specific you can get, again, the better. But... If I'm reaching out to the local veterans group, maybe only a third of them read. Great, I'm that much closer to accessing my target audience. But if I reach out to another author who writes similar stuff as I do, 100% of their readers read. So say that you've taken these steps, you know who your target audience is, you found them, you're actually reaching out to them. You have to build trust with them. They will not just blindly accept your book. It needs to be good. That means editing. That means a quality assurance there. And then having more than one book available when you first start publishing can help. Because if they like one of your books, they may like another one of your books. And then you've sold one reader two books, which sounds like no duh math. But if I have a thousand readers and four books and they all buy all four books... I've sold 4,000 books with a quarter of the number of people that I need to reach and access. So that's been our plan with Lee's Chroma series books. We published Black and White two years ago, Cyan and Blue last year, and then we're going to be doing Friday and Monday this year. And then once all three of the series are out, 
then we're really going to push branding and marketing so that people can get the whole series in one. And you're going to hear this a lot this month, and I will say it every chance I get. Making them a fan of you is as much a part of marketing as making them a fan of your book. Word of mouth spreads through being a fan of the book. That first spark comes from making them a fan of you. That means more face-to-face interactions with people. That means doing live reads. That means getting out of my pajamas. It means being active in your community. And when you're starting the branding process, and again, this is something we'll talk more about in another episode, but when you're starting the branding process, you focus on you, not the book. This is another way that it helps to have more than one book available. But again, they all need to be quality. Your audience needs to trust that if they buy three of your books, that they're going to get their money's worth. As you are thinking about your target audience, have a specific person in mind. One of the things that I like to play with are the quote-unquote starter kits online, where you see the short cropped hair and then the live, laugh, love, and like the soccer mom van. You know exactly what this person is like. I put together a little list because it's funny to me, but I'm betting as we go through these, Lee has a font in mind for each one of these types of characters. Uh Uh-huh. So the first one, I imagine my sister. She's got a little quote on the wall that says, life is about learning to dance in the rain or something like that. She's a wine person. She's a beach and sand person. She's a dog person. You know exactly what kind of person she is by just these couple of key words that help define her as a human being. So knowing those words, I can say, all right, you're probably going to be wanting a scripty, almost brushstroke kind of font, maybe a rustic one, definitely thin, light, bouncy kind of font. This person is probably not going to be a huge fan of my shooting the bad guy and watching him bleed out on the floor. But they will probably really love a good romance or maybe a cozy mystery. The next set of ideas, keywords, are rain, coffee, and a good book, like a blanket and with your knees tucked up on the recliner. I feel like this is me. This is the most varied one that you could get, but a deep thinker kind of book. Serif fonts, maybe a little bit darker on the cover. Someone who's willing to spend the time on a 400,000 word book. Exactly. A hefty, solid book. (laughs) The last set is the smell of gun smoke and camo and blood. You can guess which one's my favorite. (laughs) This is going to have a very bold look. You're going to have thick sans serif fonts. You're going to have all caps, very tall, big, bold branding because it's going to capture the attention. A lot of harsh lines, no florals, no pastels. There is nothing subtle about this type of person. And there should be nothing subtle about the cover. So having these ideas in mind, come up with three nouns that define your ideal reader. And then tailor to what they would be looking for. Find the kind of covers that they might be interested. What kind of words will grab their attention? Will they see a blurb that goes, the heavy scent of gun smoke hung in the air as screams ring across the battlefield? He had to cover his nose to the stench of death around him. 
Is that going to capture your reader's attention? Or is it going to be the perfect job or the perfect man? She has a big decision to make. Who's that going to grab? Not your war veteran. Not so much. The first line of my blurb on the back of my book is, it's a conspiracy for good. I am targeting a very specific kind of people with those words. Conspiracy, morality, violence, main character is a war vet. These are all things that will appeal to my ideal reader. So as we go on to the rest of the episodes this month, keep this in mind. Know your target audience. You need to understand who they are so you can make sure the branding fits, so you can make sure that you're using social media or other kinds of media correctly for your target audience. And the first and last and main place you should be looking to define your target audience is yourself. You should always be, in every aspect of the process, your own target audience. If you are a mom looking for great books to bring your kids up on, market your book to moms that are looking for great books to raise their kids on. Finding your people includes finding out who you are. And that all begins with writing selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 